gedege diva lagado go zegedej makura pakashe telebe zikata liga vashaka raboko shataka pahaya makite prokoso prokoso tokologodosh makuroko shokorobo loboko sitalaya makita koporongo sustele pelegedej lidi valaga zugidi valagadosh mangoroko sutiki parakataya Man televedi sabundos ebelegedesh, makura kashata kapalakatosh, makorada zeveledesh, ligorododo shaborogodosh, maliki balakatoko shokorokotoya, makata santa labahaya, mazute balado shedebeko sataka. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We thank you, Kalabasata. We thank you for this year of ever-increasing grace. We thank you for this month of supplications. Mezutaka latokoseya. Rabakasa, there is none like you. Thank you for your life. Mandaka setilikato sheteleba. Makuraka sentes epeligadush. Mangoro kosusteleketea. Ziti aporo otili faladosh. Malite koporondo ezikatili kataya. Maka rataka santalaba. Mango shotos kopolobo shota. Thank you, oh my father, for giving us your son and living. Your spirit till your work on earth is done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, oh, my Father, for giving us your son. Um, and live in your spirit till your work on earth is done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, oh, my Father. For giving us your son and leaving your spirit till the work on earth. Thank you, Father. Spirit till 
Shout glory. So we are teaching on the communication of giving. We are teaching on the communication on giving. We are all welcome to our very special partnership empowerment meeting. Amen. Say empowerment. Partnership empowerment meeting. Amen. We are welcome to our partnership empowerment or partners empowerment meeting. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Are you here? So why are you a partner of WCN? I want two people who want to answer us or who think to, to tell us something. Why are you a partner of WCN? Why do you think you're a partner of WCN? Or you want to be a partner or you are a partner? Can we have one microphone? Quickly, amen. I said amen. amen. I said glory. glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So why are you a partner? Who would want to say something? Why are you a partner of the ministry WCN? Who wants to say something? Who wants to say something? Hallelujah. Who would want to talk? Whilst we wait for is everything on point? Yes, sir. Everything is in place, right? Yes, sir. Mantalaba. Mantakaraba. Mantala Baha Sandalobo Rebongo Suste Legadaha Mandolo Bongo Shadaba Mantaka Paranga Sandalaba Rebolo Bongo Shukarabolo Bongo Shakaraba Marete Palabanga Sistele Pelebengosha who wants to say something quickly because of our time? Amen. Amen. Who would want to just say something? Tell us something. Amen. Amen. Hey, nobody is talking. Pastor Fair, you want to talk? Since you have the microphone. <laughs> okay, so tell us why you are a partner of WCN. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you have been able to watch our last meeting's messages again? We've been able to watch it again, apart from you being here. I know all of you were here. Is that not true? Yes, We've been able to re, re, do a rewatch of the last, last two weeks, right? Last two weeks partnership meeting that we had. How many of you have been able to watch again? If you've not been able to watch, you should watch. Amen. Don't let the word of God slip by. The word of God is such that the Father is the word of God doesn't mean that it cannot slip by. It can. It can be replaced with the curse of this life to the point where you have even forgotten all that you heard. Amen. So, Father, just bail us and let's go. Amen.
Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you very much, sir, for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Say, so, um, you have taught us mm -hmm. during the training session with leaders mm -hmm. about uh, partnering the vision of our man of God, and you mentioned that one reason we partner mm -hmm. is what the Bible said in. Please, I want to read from Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. It says, And the Lord answered me and said, mm -hmm. Write the vision mm -hmm. and make it plain upon tables, mm -hmm. that he may run mm -hmm. that reads it. Mm -hmm. Or he will, re he will run with the vision mm -hmm. after he reads it. So, Pastor, um, in that teaching, you made us clear that the reason we are partners of this ministry is because we are running with the vision that you have made plain unto us. Mm -hmm. And that is one reason why I am a partner, so that I can run together with you mm -hmm. in this vision that you have made plain unto us. And not just running as a partaker in person, mm -hmm. but the Bible also said, as much as you abound in knowledge, in faith, and all this, also abound in this grace of giving. Mm -hmm. So one way to also run apart from being available as a leader or a pastor is to also abound in the grace of giving that is why i'm giving to run together with you as a partner thank you sir come on shout glory glory, glory. is that powerful who also want to add up something that is powerful is that powerful, Very powerful. so it's powerful sir it's powerful so who also bro you can just sit down whilst we talk okay don't, don't. thank you very much Pastor. yes um also we studied last time that um partnering with the um with 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 the gospel or partnering with the church is also an expression of our faith yeah. in the grace upon the ministry so yeah. let's say let's let's say our, our, our own church yeah. last time you said we partner with uh, the healing uh, school so yeah. it's, it's, it's an example yeah. it's actually an expression the expression of our faith in yeah. the healing grace yeah. which we hope to contact like yeah. we are actually contacting yeah. so if we personally like um, are partnering it is because we believe in it's, yeah. it's an expression of our faith yeah. in, uh, in the grace upon this ministry yeah. Upon the, upon the ministry. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? Is that powerful? It's powerful. Shout glory. So we are teaching on the communication of giving. Is that not powerful? The communication of giving. I don't think we'll be able to finish it, but we'll be able to say certain things that are necessary. And these meetings are necessary because we want to equip partners. I don't believe in doing things ignorantly. And the vision that we've been given is not a vision that just has to do with building a church auditorium. Amen. The vision that has to do with building God's people. And not just building God's people, but establishing their faith in the word of God and in the power of the spirit. And that is why we talk about changing lives. You see, when a life is changed, our major interest is to change lives. Amen. Amen. Through the knowledge of God's word, there are different ways of changing lives. Hallelujah. There are different methods, there are different ways. But in our own case, we want to change lives through the knowledge of the word of God 
and the manifestation of God's power. Amen. We want to change lives through the knowledge of God's word, the knowledge of Christ, and the manifestation or the demonstration of God's spirit and power. So we are not just changing lives. We are not just interested in changing lives as in we want to change a life because the person is suffering. We are not changing life because that life is suffering. We are changing life because we want to establish in the minds and in the hearts of individuals, of people, various people, diverse races, countries, wherever, regardless of where they are coming from, to establish the knowledge of Christ, the knowledge of God's word in the minds and in the hearts of people. Amen. And establish their faith in God's ability, God's power to touch a person, God's power to change a life. Hallelujah. It's very important that we understand that. Because if your life is changed and you're not established in the knowledge of God's word, it's useless, true or false. And we've had incidences like that where people's lives just change through the grace on this ministry and to them, they have arrived. You see, but that is not our, our major focus. It's not just to change their life. The goal is to make sure that after your life is changed, your spirit is established in God's word. Amen. And you have faith in the power of the spirit. Paul said, my preaching and my teaching. This were not with enticing words of human wisdom. But in the demonstration of the spirit and in the demonstration of power. He says that so that your faith will not stand in the wisdom of men. There are a lot of Christians whose faith are stand. They are Christians. Are they Christians? They are born again. But their faith is still in the wisdom of men. And as long as you have a church that has their faith in the wisdom of men, yet they come to church. It means they don't know much of the scriptures. One, or two, they don't believe the scriptures. I've come to realize by experience that not many Christians believe what the word of God says. Many go to church, but they don't believe what the word of God says. Amen. And not many Christians have their faith in the power of God. Their faith in the power of God. It's so that your faith will not stand in the wisdom of men. But your faith will stand in the power of God. Where you believe God's power. You can't believe God's power without believing him. You didn't hear what I said. You can't have faith in God's power without believing in him. Because God's power is his means of demonstrating himself that he is God. If you've listened to a message, the greatness of his power, I think yesterday evening I was listening to the last part. The greatness of his power, but it's so powerful. Amen. So it's so important. We are talking about the communication of giving. What we want to, what, we, what do we mean by the communication of giving? What we mean is that when we give, and I've said there are different kinds of giving, true or false. The first part in giving is giving yourself. Let us never forget that. Give yourself. Give your substance. True or false? 
So you give yourself. If you don't give yourself and you give your substance, it profits nothing. Say it profits nothing. So when I talk about giving, I'm talking about giving yourself first. I'm talking about giving your substance second. True or false? And you see, when it comes to partnership, we are not the ones to partner with God. It is God that is partnering with us. Amen. God is the first to have started the partnership. It is not us that have started the partnership. So every Christian is obligated to partner. Or every Christian is even called into partnership with God. God is the first partner. <laughs> Shout glory. I said what? God is the first partner. Who heard what I said there? God is the first partner. So it is not that we are, we are partnering with God. We are, true or false. But he's the first to have started a partnership. When we are born again, we are called into a partnership with God. It means that God is calling us to partner with him. He's the one that begins the partnership. Or is the one who has begun the partnership. Who caught what I said there? So write it down. It's very important. He's the one that has begun. I know this is not part of what I want to share, but let me just bring it in. Amen. God is the one who has started a partnership with us. And so every Christian is supposed to be a partner with God. Amen. Every Christian. Take us to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Say the communication of giving. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Are we there? Now, let's start from verse 30. Hallelujah. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Can you see it there? So it's he that spared not his son. Who is the first to decide not to spare his son? It's God. He that spared not his son, his own son, but delivered him up for us. He delivered him for which people? For us all. It says, how shall he not with him also freely add all things to it? Or add all things to us? So he's the first to have begun our partnership with him. True or false? He started by deciding not to spare his son. He decided by giving his son as a sacrificial seed for us all. 
Is that not powerful? So you see that spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. So every Christian is called into partnership with God. Amen. Every Christian is called into partnership with God. And in this partnership, Jesus is the Lord of this partnership. And because Jesus is the Lord of this partnership, everything that we are and we have belongs to Jesus. Shout glory. So every Christian must be able to be a partner in a, mystery, in, a, in a ministry. To give themselves in the ministry. To give their substance in the ministry. We are not giving our substance in the ministry because Jesus has need of it. Amen. Amen. We are not giving our substance in the ministry because Jesus has need of it. But you see, there is a message we send to Jesus when we give. There is a message we are sending. There is a signal we send to him. Jesus owns all things, true or false. The Bible says by him all things exist. And he owns all things. By him, all the things we see consist. One day I was praying a few weeks back in the night. When the Spirit of God took me out to look into the window at night. And the Spirit of God told me, you see all the clouds that you see. All the things that you see in the clouds. You see the day is changing. The night is changing into day. Since all these things are done by me who live in you. It says, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to read the scriptures to see my power. That I have done. You have to see what I have done. And recognize that I am the one who put all of that in place. So that wherever you stand, regardless of what is happening there, if you can remember that I in you, I am the one who put all of those things in place. There is nothing you will see, you will say that cannot be done. It's a, it's a powerful teaching I never forget. About two weeks ago or three weeks ago. From that time when I'm walking on the street and I, I see the clouds and I see the streets and I see all of them, I see your face. I see you. This is the Holy Ghost work. And that Holy Ghost is not in heaven we are looking for. It's here. When you see the dry land, it's the work of the Spirit. Amen. Now we have buildings on the dry land, true or false. Those are the works of men. <laughs> Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Come on, shout glory. glory. So you see, there is a message our giving gives to God. So Jesus is the owner of all things. The Bible says, God says, if I were in need, will I ask you? Can we look for that scripture right now? Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. And this is not just for you but for all those who will become partners in some years to come. Amen. Because we are building a network. Are we building a network? Yes, sir. Yeah. 
And we are running with the vision that the Lord has given to us to touch lives, to change lives. In fact, yesterday when I, I sat down to listen to the message, you know, some of you don't listen to the messages. It's wrong. I say it every time. You have to listen to the message again and again and again. If you are with me, shout hallelujah to that. Hallelujah. Yesterday when I was listening to, the, listening to the message, the Sunday message again, because I watch it, I watch all my messages again, and I watch it as if the person preaching is preaching to me. So yesterday, Daisy said that, that you are the one who preaches, but you are saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> because that's how I listen to it. When I'm listening to it, I just scream. Sometimes I just shout. So, wow, this is powerful. This is powerful. So I think they were all sitting down confused. Ah, but you are the one who preaches, and you are saying it's powerful again. Is it not strange? But I listen to it as if I am not the one. In fact, Doreen even asked me yesterday that, ah, now I said that one I would preach a message, you know, now. Why preach every you know now was an casa or honsa? Is that not strange? Because you see, I know that even though you are the one preaching, you are preaching by the Spirit. So at the time you are listening and you are preaching, you are two, uh, two different persons, two of us. It's by the Spirit. And I expect every believer, every Christian, and every partner, and every pastor especially, to go back and listen to the messages again. Let it form part of you. Let the teachings we give form part of your mentality. Let it form part of your spirit. Let it be part of you. Be filled with that knowledge. You didn't hear what I said? Yes, I've come to realize that Yes, the Spirit of God told me, it says, do you recognize that the things you teach are unique than most things that others teach? And I said, yes. That is because what you want to do in this world is unique. And I realize that it's true. I'm not saying that because I'm the one who preached it. Because yesterday's teaching alone on the throne of grace is not in any book. It's not from any book. I was just sitting there when the Holy Spirit told me, go and take a paper. I had my iPad. He said, stand up, go up. So I went up, take a piece of paper. I took a piece of paper. I started walking around, walking and walking. When you see me going up and down, I'm trying to catch. I started speaking in tongues. Then I put the paper on the table and I kneeled down and started writing. That's what sometimes I do. Sometimes you just see it. Like you see it, then you just go and pick it and begin to write. You see that you are writing something, then you run. It's like that. That's how I teach most of the times. So now you see me, if I take my phone right now, you see me writing. There are a lot of things. For instance, what we talked about, the greatness of his power, unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, according to his power at work in us. You hardly see, up to now, many ministries that are even very known, who have views, talk about anointing. They are anointing to do this, they are anointing to do that. And it is wrong. Many ministers, most of the mighty men of God and all that. You study the scriptures carefully in the New Testament and you would realize that the anointing is the same. The anointing we all have here sitting down from the man of God to the, to the church is the same. The anointing of that is the spirit of God. The Bible says that has anointed us is God. So the Christian is an anointed person. So we don't increase in anointing. 
See, these are things that we share that becomes difficult for the, for the modern church or the ordinary Christian to capture. And we have a responsibility to push it into the system. Did you hear what I said? If you heard a child, glory to that. Glory. Some of you, all that I'm saying, you don't even understand because you don't follow the teachings. But, but, but is that not true? You, don't follow. you should follow. Have I switched a little bit? Uh, it's very important to me. It's very important to me that you follow. You spend time listening to the message. You, now, we've even uploaded all the ones on Facebook, on YouTube. So you can just click and it will be playing, playing throughout till night. Once you have a bundle, that is all. Because yesterday when I was listening to The Greatness of the Power, part five, I've preached this thing. I've listened to it again and again. I wonder, do, do we listen to it? That's what somebody asked me. Do we, do we listen? Because I was talking about all this prayer request. Every prayer request you see in front of any man of God, the answer is in the power in us. There is no prayer request anywhere that will be answered from heaven. The answers of heaven are all in the spirit. They are with the Holy Ghost. There is no answer that is going to come from heaven. Did you hear what I said? There is no any prayer request. If you want twins, the twins is with the Holy Ghost in you. Did you hear what I said? When you see a man of God ministering in the power of God, it is not a great anointing. It is grace. And there's a difference between, I'll teach it on grace, anointing and grace. But you, you go on YouTube and you see ministers teaching on the anointing, higher anointing, double anointing, you see, and all of that. And that is the normal thing every church believes. So when you push this thing up, it's difficult for people to grab at the, at, 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 at the beginning, true or false. But with time, as we push it, and we demonstrate God's power in a mighty way to run around. I didn't come into this world to, to me to have a church in Adenta or have a church in Ghana. My name should be in every house. That is my dream. My name should be there. Once my name is there, that message is there. Because I represent the message. True or false? Every house in Hungary, every house in where? Russia. Every house in even Ukraine, every house in Kazakhstan, with the power of God. See, I don't know why I should go on the streets and be asking people to come and believe in what works. You see, that there are a lot of things in us, but we don't talk. Is that not true? We are keeping it for the right time. You see, there are a lot of things we share here that I think that is a great privilege. For us to be hearing certain things. Most people, what people know about the high priestly ministry, or what people know mostly about the uh, throne of grace, is when you pray, you come to the throne of grace. Is that not true? And you find grace, and you go. But it's different from what I taught yesterday. Is that not different? Is it different? It's very different. And it takes the spirit to know that that particular verse is connected to the priestly ministry of Jesus. It takes the spirit. You can read it and read it and read it and never see it. It takes the spirit. And I don't think the spirit will show me all of that for Adenta Church. Never. Never. <laughs> you do hear what I said? Yes, so the dream is big. The vision is big. Yes, the sacrifice is also big. Amen. Amen. And the grace from the throne is keeping us and preserving us. 
Is that not true? We are always finding that grace so that we can go through the process, the training process, and come out with, to manifest or to fulfill God's vision for the church at this time. Because there are a lot of things that many preachers are preaching that is wrong. That's why I always say that if you want to really take a teacher, it's either you pick Pastor Chris or you pick nobody else. Esteemed man of God, Pastor Chris. Many say, oh, this preaching is wrong. That preaching is wrong. They are wrong. And one day I'll prove all of them. I'm looking for that one day when I'll prove most of these teachers wrong. That day is coming. I'm really looking forward to that day. Where many people are teaching very wrong stuff. But many people are also following 150 views, 150,000 views, 1 million views of wrong teachings. Did you hear what I said? I can teach on Esther. It's very simple to teach on Esther. Is that not true? I can teach on Ruth. It's a Bible story. It's very simple. And they favor Ruth God. And they favor Esther God. I can teach on it very simply. And even goes verse by verse to teach you on that. But if I teach you that, I'm teaching you a wrong stuff. I can let you read it for a reason. But I can't teach it to you as a Christian to let you live your life so that you, you assume you see yourself as Esther or you begin to see yourself as Ruth. I'll be teaching you wrongly. Did you hear what I said? Yes, but people are looking for a message that, they can, re that can relate with what their problem. Not a message that can teach them who they are and what they can do. Did I, did I say something right now? People are looking for what can help. Can, a message that helps them to relate with the problem they are in. So if the message doesn't help them relate with their problem, it's not a message they can follow. The Bible doesn't teach us on our problems. When you do that, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are looking, you are limiting and looking down on the scriptures. The scripture doesn't teach us on our problems, on how to relate to <laughs> our problems. The scripture is supposed to teach us what we ought to do. How should we live? Even the Old Testament was to guide the people of Israel on how to live. Are you following the teaching? Shastev, are you here? Or you are thinking about the uh, Ramadan? Shout glory. <laughs> Shout glory. Is that, is that true? So you don't need a message that will let you relate to your problems. You need a message that will teach you what you should do as a Christian. How you should live as a Christian. How to live the Christian life. How to exercise your rights that has been given to you in Christ. What are those rights? Knowing your inheritance. How do you walk with the Spirit of God? These are things we have to train Christians to know, to learn. How do, you, how do you even train your spirit? How do you live from your spirit? How do you hear God telling you, go and take a piece of paper quickly? How do you even see it? And know the Spirit of God wants me to write this thing down. This is a revelation I have to write down. And open the scriptures alongside. How do you know? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? This is a training. It's a, that's Christianity. It's a walk in the spirit. It's not trying to relate with Hannah. We don't look like them. We don't look like Hannah. We don't look like them. 
Fine, you may have yourself in a situation that is similar to Hannah's own. Is that true? But you can't use Hannah's approach. Did you hear what I said? You can find yourself in a situation. Am I teaching you something? This is what makes me a different teacher. Is that not true? You can find yourself in a situation that looks like Esther. Or looks like who? Ruth. But you can't use the approach. We can't. What should come inside your mind is not how Ruth behaved. What should come in your mind is how would Christ do? What will he do? When he finds himself like this, what will Christ do? Because we look like Christ. We are the lookalikes of Christ. That is the Christian. You say you are a Christian. You didn't say you are a Ruthian. Did you say that? No, sir. Or an Esterian? No, sir. Or a what? A Naomian? Is that what you say you are? No, you said you are a Christian. You are talking about Christ in true or false. Yes, so your whole focus should be Christ. Did you get what I said? Yes, sir. But many are talking about Christian, but their whole focus is on somebody else. The scripture says, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Says, Who is the author and the finisher of our faith? If we, we will take this thing serious. Christianity will change. There is no world that is so difficult to take for Christ. Did you hear what I said? There is no heart that is so difficult. It's about our approach. So if you are approaching that situation as Esther would, you are approaching it wrongly. And many ministers, prayer leaders, and all of that are always approaching situations like Esther. Three days of Esther grace, Esther favor, and all of that. But we have gone beyond that. Did you hear what I said there? So it's important that we take this thing serious. If we talk about authority, we talk about the faith that God has given to us. When I said faith doesn't grow, up to now it's people's mind, faith doesn't grow. Because the normal teaching is that faith grows. Some of you read scriptures that Paul said faith grows, your faith grows exceedingly. So it means your faith is growing exceedingly. But Paul is not talking about the gift of faith that you have. It's not talking about your action of faith. So when he says the church grows, faith grows exceedingly, he's talking about them using their faith more than they used to use it. He's talking about the application of faith. Well, you didn't used to use any faith, but Alfred. Yes, then now, when even in your sleep, you, people show up, you say, come out of that place, true or false. You're using your faith. When you are in the midst of an accident and you are putting your faith to work, when it's like you are putting your faith to work now on a 10% scale, at first it was a 1% scale. That is, when Paul, that is what Paul means when he says your faith grows exceedingly. But the God kind of faith does not grow. Did you hear what I said? So it's like, what does that mean? My faith must grow. My faith must grow. If my faith grow, I don't know. What is your faith growing to? Where is it growing to? When will you know that your faith has grown? And now you have arrived. You see, sometimes we follow things without questioning. Did you hear what I said? Oh, are you following the teachings? I'm showing you some points and I'm hitting some points here and there. So don't follow Esther, follow Jesus. Yes, 
is the author and the finisher of your faith. Because when you open the Gospels and you read the life of Jesus, amen, amen. and you see how he lived and he acted even before his death, that should challenge you. Esther would have come to Jesus. True or false? If, this, if Esther was in Jesus' days, Esther would have come to Jesus. But the question is, who is the Jesus that Esther will come to? And which one of these two are we, the Christian, related to? Did I ask a question there? Which one of these two? Jesus and Esther. Which one of these two are we related to? As Christians. So the normal traditional Christianity, I call it traditional Christianity or traditional church or traditional religion, say traditional religion, is us going to Jesus. But God wants us to so mature, grow in the knowledge of Jesus, build up our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Where we are not, we are, our point all is like going to Jesus. To recognizing that the Jesus you are going to is already here. And leaving this Jesus out. See, this whole body, you see, as you are sitting down here, this whole body is the sanctuary of Christ. It's Christ, Christ's temple. So Christ ought to live through this, his temple, true or false? Christ ought to live through his temple. Did you get what I said? So all our faith in the Lord is for the Lord to express himself through us wherever we go. So when you, you are sitting on this chair, it is Christ sitting in your body, whether fair or dark or with a wig or with braids or sakura, whatever it is. What God is expecting from the church is the church that lives like Christ. The church that does what? Lives like Christ. That is the church we envision. That's the church WCN we envision. We are not like a pastor who is just gathering people and praying to God to answer their prayers. That is at the basic level. Paul said, when for the time you ought to be teachers, since we still have need to be taught the elementary things. So there are elementary things that are taught. Am I speaking to my partners here? Yes, there are elementary things that are taught in church. That is why when a Christian gets what he's looking for after going for prayer meeting, he relaxes. Or she relaxes. Because to him, Christianity is I have a need, my problem, and let it be solved. That is not Christianity. Christianity is learning to solve your problems yourself by from your learning to solve your problems from your spirit. We can minister to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because there are different kinds of people in church. But we can't leave you at the stage where we are always ministering to you, a miracle. When we do that, we are not fulfilling Christ's goal on this earth. If all that the church 
will be interested in is to minister to you people to get miracles and get healings and to get their breakthroughs and their testimonies, then we will end up never fulfilling God's purpose or vision on this, on this earth. Because his purpose or vision for the... That's why I say that a man of God is given a responsibility to feed God's people and to build God's people. God's people have a responsibility to be fed, to be built up, and to manifest. So at a particular stage in church, when the church is 20 years, 15 years, whatever years old anniversary, we should have people within the church who are manifesting God. Not anniversary because we have branches. Or we have buildings. And the building is 100,000 auditorium. People can enter 100,000 auditorium because we solve problems there. The man of God says, all things, I'm solving your problem. Come, come. Who doesn't want his problem to be solved? No, no, who doesn't want his problem to be solved? So the church can be 50,000, 100,000, 20,000 because everybody is running for the problems to be solved. Now, if everybody is entering into church for the problems to be solved, then it means that we are not fulfilling Christ's goal on this earth. Why? Because the responsibility, as he said, husband, love your wife. Did he say that? Wife, submit yourself. Then he says the husband should do what? Should do what? Should love them as Christ loved the church and gave himself toward that. To bring it as unto himself a perfect bride or a perfect church. Did we read that scripture the last time? Ephesians chapter 5, I think we're, we're verse 25 going. What does he say? Because Christ is interested in bringing us to himself a perfect church. Or bringing unto himself a perfect church. Christ wants to see a church that is so filled with knowledge. His knowledge, the knowledge of him. And is demonstrating that knowledge. Christ is after a church that is grown. That is built up. Paul said that so that we might present everyone perfect in Christ. What is perfection? Some people say we can never be perfect on this unless we go to heaven. That is not what Paul said. In fact, Jesus is not coming for a church that is a baby church. So apart from all the Russian bombing all the Ukrainians and all of the people and all the wars and all that will happen, at the end of it all, he is coming for a church without spot. Do you know what it means when he says he's coming for a church without spot? So if my church is 50,000, 20,000, and everybody is coming because I solve problems, it's a basic thing I'm doing. I may have people say, oh, Charlie, this is a powerful man of God, though. But when you study the scriptures and you are, you are studying with the mind of the spirit, you would come to realize that that is not sufficient. That is not enough. That is at a basic level of Christianity. Is what? At a basic level. Why is it at a basic level? Because we ought to bring the people up beyond where they are coming to us for problems to be solved. To where they have so grown that they are without spot. Now, if you are without spot, can't you solve the problem? If you heard what I said, said shout hallelujah to that. Hallelujah. It is without spot and without blemish. Have you seen a dark spot on your skin before? So Jesus is coming for a church that is without, without that spot. 
So what should be the focus of all ministers? How to raise people without sport? Because you see, we will not solve all the problems in this world until the rapture takes place. And no man of God will solve all the problems within the church until he dies. Did you hear what I said? But you can raise men without sport. And they will take care of all the things in the church. If you, heard, if you understood what I said, shout glory to that. You wouldn't understand if you don't follow the epistles. You wouldn't follow, you don't follow the epistles. There are a lot of stuff that are so wrong because we don't read them. Or we don't finish reading them. We pick one verse, we are on. He says, gave some apostles. Is that not what he said? I didn't write the Bible. He gave some prophets. He didn't say because he gave them prophets and they can see. All they should do is to solve problems. Is that what he said? No. He gave some apostles. He gave some prophets. He gave some evangelists. He gave some teachers and pastors. Is that what he said? He says for the equipping of the saints. What are they equipping the saints for? For the equipping of the saints. This is for the solving of problems. Is that what he said? But you see, in the course of demonstrating God's power, we will end up solving certain problems. Is that true or false? As we demonstrate God's power, I've said before that the focus of even demonstrating God's power is to manifest the word we preach. The power of God materializes what we preach or confirms what we preach. But this is for the equipping of the saints. Do you know why you take your child to school? For the child to be equipped. True or false? Or is it true or false? It's not for the child's problem to be solved. So you can be in school and still have a problem. True or false? You can graduate and still have a problem. True or false? But you are equipped. Are you not equipped? With some particular kind of knowledge. So when he says that he gave some prophets... It says, for the equipping of the saints. For the what? Equipping of the saints. That word is for the furnishing of the saints. To equip the saints. To do what? To equip the saints. What are we equipping the, equipping the saints for? For the work of the ministry. So we are training that 100 people, or 100,000 people, or 50,000 people, or the 500 people, or 200 people. We are equipping them so that they can do the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is the work of service. Serving the word of God. Serving the power of God. Winning souls. We are equipping them for the work of the ministry. So if after ce celebrating 30 years in ministry, you look at your church and they are not equipped for the work of the ministry, that 30 years was a useless 30 years, even though it's an anniversary. Because apart from all the individual visions God has given to us, that vision is still founded on God's word. So if God says that, go teach them, take them from where they are to where they are supposed to be. That's what Jesus told me. Now if that is what Jesus told me, and I come, that, same, that vision is still founded on his word. Is it still founded on the word? So there is no isolated vision outside God's word. 
So I heard the vision. That's what many people are doing all kinds of stuff in Ghana and beyond. And they say they had their own vision. And they talk about their own vision. And make it look like their vision is different from what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. And all kinds of you are the ones talking to God and the vision and all that. It's wrong. Every vision is under the scrutiny of the word. Every vision. And like I said the last time, we are building the church of Jesus Christ on the foundation of the apostles and of the prophets. Did you hear what I said? That's what the Bible says. We are building it on the foundation. Already, and there's an already laid foundation. We are not the one laying a foundation. What I am doing, I will do it over the years and leave. Somebody else will pick up from where I stopped. The person may not speak, pick, pick up and become a WCN pastor or overseer. But in the mind of the spirit, this person is continuing from where Pastor Prince ended. Because the spirit of God is building up a spiritual house. The church as a spiritual house. Do you understand the teaching I'm giving you now? If you understand, shout glory to that. I'm trying to, why am I sharing your partners? I'm trying to let you know some of the errors within the church. And how important the vision that we are pursuing or we are pushing is. It's so important. It's so important. Else all the signs of the end times and all of that will happen. And the rapture wouldn't be taking place. Why? Because there will still be spot. There will still be what? Because the focus of every minister is not to build an auditorium. People say we are partnering because we are coming to build an auditorium. Since we started partnering, we've not started building an auditorium. When we build an auditorium, that is when we are really... Well. We can decide not to build an auditorium and do ministry under tent until Jesus comes. We can decide. If you don't take, I even decide to do that. Really, why? Because the emphasis on church building now, to me, is wrong. The real building is us. Jesus is not coming for a building that is big and is not big. The apostles had meetings in houses. When Peter was taken out of prison, it was in a house prayer meeting. Yet God was there. Was God there? What was his interest? The in, his interest was in the growth of the individuals. The growth of the body of Christ collectively. And the growth of the members of the body of Christ. So I'm a member of the body of Christ. That's why I emphasize on knowledge. It's not because I can't just come and we are just praying for people, praying for people, praying for people. No. According to the scriptures, every person must be equipped. You didn't hear what I said? Every Christian must be equipped. He sent me to equip you. It's number one. Any other thing is secondary. So Christians who say, I went to this, I didn't get this testimony. I went to this, they are having a, they are, they are having a problem. I went here, I didn't get the testimony. I went to this place too. I joined on, I didn't get the testimony. Even now, I don't join any church again. They are all lying to us. They say, if we come, we will get our testimony. Have you seen Christians talk like that and think like that? Because that is what ministers have done. We've programmed the church to think the church is a place, it's a solution ground. 
Solution Temple, Solution Center. I, you hardly see a, a church where they've written Knowledge Center or Revelation Center. If you have some in Ghana, just tell me. I'll go and look for the man of God. It's only WCN. Why? Because when you write Knowledge Center, every Christian will pass by. When you write Solution Center, every Christian will enter. True or false? I said, is that true? But I'm telling you from the scriptures, true or false? I'm telling you from the scriptures. He says, he gave some apostles and prophets and pastors for the perfecting of the sins. For the what? Perfecting. For the perfecting. I'm speaking from my heart. Yes. I'm trying to tell you the errors within the church that we just make noise, noise, and feel like Ghana is the most, uh, what, Christian nation. All the Christians are more than the, those are all lies from the pit of hell. Religiosity. Traditional Christian religion. Superstitious Christianity. So it's the most, what, 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 uh, most popular the, the Ghana. It's a Christian nation. Where is the Christ? Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is Christ living through us. So look at all of us. If Christ is living through you at a, 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 a what is the place? As you try, and Christ is living through you at where? So many. And Christ is living through you in so in, in, in E and I. And Christ is living through you in Tema. And Christ, think about it. And the Christ, read the Gospels, the things that Christ did. And look at all of us doing the same in places. Listen to me. It will not take one year for Jesus to come. Because the number of souls would have gathered. And with the kind of knowledge that is causing Christ to live through us or causing us to live like Christ, we would end up equipping the souls we have won, true or false. But because we are all living a kind of selfish, we, we have not mastered beyond problem. We've not mastered, I've mastered beyond problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because as long as you are in this life going, you will encounter a problem. So the problem will even be in a particular office like Vodafone. Is that not a problem? Come and do a cable for us too. We have to talk. We go here. It's not a problem. Will you kill them for that? So as long as you are in this world, you meet a problem, you meet a problem. Your focus is not how I solve my problems, how I solve my problems. No. We must go beyond that. The Bible is talking about some, testifying about some people, it says they love not their lives unto death. They've reached a stage where it's not a problem again and all of that. So we are interested in WC, we are interested in equipping you. That's why every day, when I hold the microphone, I say, are you listening to our messages? Are you following the messages? I feel, people think because they want you to follow and like and you get a lot of views. There are a lot of views that are hearing nothing. And the heavens were opened. The heavens will open over your life. Then you see prayer, heavens open. My God, heavens open, heavens open. Wrong things. Where is that scripture? Where is the scripture? Can you look for that scripture for me? And Jesus went and was baptized and the heavens were opened. Is that not the scripture? Look for it and read it again. You'll be shocked that it's not what they're talking about. <laughs> you didn't catch what I said. You're looking at me. Come on, shout glory. glory. 
There are a lot of things in me I don't talk about. I just keep it in me. Because if I, if, I, if I say a lot of things, I'll be bursting some of you, your, your bubbles. So I said, I'm busting them. Pa, po, pa, po, pa, po. Two of us. When you read that scripture, it says, and Jesus also went to be baptized. Two of us. And the heavens were opened. And the spirit of God descended. Why was the heavens opened? For the spirit to descend. Is that what he said? And he says the spirit descended and stayed in Jesus. From that time, did the heaven ever open over Jesus? No. Who is the gateway for the heaven to open? The spirit. Has the spirit come? Yes. So the only reason why the scripture says that heaven was opened was because the spirit had to descend. Two or false. So when he prayed, the Holy Ghost came. That was the first time the Holy Ghost was coming to remain in a person. Took out the Bible. So it ought to look dramatic. It ought to do what? Dramatic. Just like on the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Ghost was now fully given to the church. It was also dramatic. Clothing tongues like us as on fire. And all of that. Except that you see all those signs and all of that. It was also dramatic. Because it was the first time that incident was taking place. Like an opening ceremony. But once the Holy Ghost came on Jesus and stayed in Jesus, the Bible never said Jesus went to pray and the heaven was opened. Did the Bible say that? Why? Because the Holy Ghost is a heavenly person. The Holy Ghost is God. If God is descending into the earth realm, the heaven must open. Is that true? But once he descends and he stays, the heaven is forever opened because he's here. So the entrance for heavens to open all that is the Holy Ghost. So through the spirit, the spirit of God, we have access to the spiritual realm. There is no blockade. You didn't hear that. So if we organize programs, they open heavens. That's why normally when they ask me, so what prayer, prayer topic? I don't have prayer topics to put sometimes. You see, you see open heavens ministry, open heavens church, open heavens and all that. We say open heavens. We say, okay, open heavens. We say, okay, we are coming to pray. The topic is open heavens. We invite pastors, they preach. They say the heavens will, as you pray, the heavens will also open over your life. Just like the heavens opened over Jesus. Jesus even prayed and the heavens opened. Do you see a difference between the two? Who came when the heavens opened? The Holy Ghost came. Did the heavens need to be opened every time for the Holy Ghost himself? The next thing Jesus started doing was to do something here with the Holy Ghost. Not to looking for heaven to open again. Why? Because as long as that heavenly being lives in a person, or the, as long as the Holy Ghost lives in you, through the Holy Ghost, you have access to heaven. You didn't hear what I said? So anything heavenly is with you through the Holy Spirit. Anything heavenly. It's with you through the Holy Ghost. You do hear what I said there? So let us correct. Let us do what? Correct some of these things. Let us start from us. So if you yourself don't need those corrections, you don't need to learn anything, your own is God. When will you take me to well, Dubai? USA, give me visa so that I can travel. You understand? Give me a visa. Then I can travel. Lord, when will you give me a visa? 
Lord, when will you give me Christians go to some Christians go to jail for five years for visa prayers. I know of a young boy like that, a tick tall man like that. I know him personally, that's somebody told me. Kept on going to church every day because of visa. Sometimes went to even sleep in the church because of visa. So it's, your Christianity is a visa-driven Christianity. All the Bible he was reading, or the Bible said he was joining at that in the church, was so that God would give him visa, visa to go to U.S. Me call me my boy. Why? Is that true or false? That's not Christianity. Christianity founded on problems or solution. It's not Christianity. A Christian loves God. A Christian loves Christ. I said it yesterday. I said from the time I had that experience on the field till today, you can't get. In fact, even if you give me a free whatever to MTN or what organization, ENI, I can't come there. You see, I can't spend my hour on ENI. It's not possible. I said what? It's not possible. You love Christ so much. You are just living for him. If he says, don't eat for the next 20 days, you say, yes, sir, I'm not eating. You love him so much. If he says, we have to take over Russia, you say, yes, sir, when would that be? We are waiting. We have to. He has become a major player in your life or the major player. Did you get what I said? Yes, sir. Jesus has not become the major player in most of Christians' life. What is the major player? It's visa. Childbirth. Marriage. What else? Job. Money. Car. Mercedes-Benz. Those are major players. When you do that, you will struggle in your Christian life. You struggle. You may live any kind of life on earth, but you struggle. See, I say it every time. Every life you live without the purpose of Christ in mind is useless. God has given us all the time he's given us to 100 years to grow and to live for him. To love him. You read the scripture, says, if he spared not his son, but gave his only son to us or for us. He spared him not. Do you know what it means? He spared him. It means he could have just spared him. It means he considered it. Did you hear what I said? When you say you are sparing your child, you don't want to beat you, take a case and say, I've spared you today. Having to consider it. I've spared you. Else I would have lashed you, you see. So he spared not his son. He saw the pain. He said, go. I need all those people. So he gave his son just for your visa. Is that what we are telling the church people now? Of 150,000 views. Visa. Lord, please have mercy and grant me my visa. Lord, please have mercy and grant me my child. Lord, please have... So I look at all of that and say, you don't understand. There are things you are, God don't have mercy and grant to you. In your work with God, every other thing you need is called it's called, it says, seek ye first. And his kingdom. It says, and all other things will be added. Did he say that? Yes, Did he say that? Yes, so all the other things we are mentioned are, I call them additions. 
They add up to you. In fact, as you go, they come. As you keep going, see that one coming. The wife will just come. The husband will just come. You are busy doing the work of God. You are busy loving God. You are busy giving to God. You have, that's what I'm talking about. You give yourself. As you do that, all other things are added to you. In fact, the more you stay away from all these things I'm sharing, and you're saying, God, when will you do? When will you do? Hey, 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 hey. When will you do? Hey, hey. And you keep, uh, you, you, you see how broke many Christians are. Is it because they don't pray? They pray. Well, is that true? No matter where you find yourself, I told, I've told myself, I said, where I was staying, I was sleeping sometime, I would let, I've told him to get the picture and put it here. No matter where you find yourself, where I'll enter in this world, some of you, maybe you may not be in the church, you may be somewhere in Ukraine doing something, but you say, no, that man of God, and he was saying it every time. I say it every day. I don't say it because I'm trying to encourage you. No. I'm trying to let you know what is about to happen in front of me. I'm trying to let you know. Because it's big. Is it not big? You should know from the way I talk that it's even, it's even big. It's true. <laughs> if you heard something, shout glory to that. You didn't hear what I said? There are a lot of wrong stuff in the body of Christ. Many pastors. They come in the, in the, in the double portion of Elijah. Double portion of Elisha. They are anointing to make wealth. They are anointing to do this. There is no such thing in the New Testament. We have the anointing. We are anointed. You, you are anointed. I am anointed. It's the same anointing. The anointing doesn't increase. That's why I say faith doesn't grow. Anointing doesn't grow. They say my anointing has grown. Your anointing has not grown. But I'm doing something different than I used to do. It is your grace that has grown. Grace is different from anointing. The Old Testament man was not under grace. He wasn't walking by grace. He was anointed. The New Testament man is anointed. What provokes the working of the anointing to a person is grace. Did you hear what I said? I'll teach it one of these days. It's a very different topic. I... I caught that revelation in Anne's room. <laughs> I, I caught it in his room in Jowulu. I remember where I was. And I've even heard Pastor, Pastor Chris mention on that, highlight on it. And he said, oh, he's a fake man of grace, he's a fake teacher. Yeah, then I will check out genuine. Is that not strange? That is genuine. Most of the things people are saying, 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 saying. How not to play with the devil. Hey, what is happening? How not to play with the devil? It's a sign that we are in church. It's a sign. Don't worry. It's a sign that we are in church. You should hear children cry. Two of us. The place is too silent. Even you are not responding, so let the children respond for me. <laughs> Shout glory. But did you hear what I just said right now? So go back and listen to them. Don't say I'm a partner. All my goal is to give. Your giving out of ignorance will do nothing. I've said before, the enemy targets givers. People who give themselves in church. 
and are fully dedicated, they are targets. And those who give their substance, those who say, Papa, I'm the one to build this auditorium. As, as you are praying for me, I'm building the auditorium. We are not going to raise seed for this auditorium. Those who are saying that, they are targets. But you see, no matter how much target you are to the enemy, he's still, a, he's still not a match to you. The devil, the devil is as a match to you as, as, as what? Based on the room you give him. You allow. He says, neither give place to the devil. Did he say that? He says, the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for whom he may devour. Is that what he said? Did he end there? Those are the, those are the things. So, he said, the enemy is prowling like a roaring lion. Even the Bible says it's like a lion. It's roaring like a lion. It is true, sir. But he didn't end with it. Did he end with that? What did he say? Whom, whom, whom resist steadfast in faith? What you can resist, you are greater than. Or you have strength than. You can't resist. Ah, can you resist a flood? Can you resist a flood? So he won't say go and resist a flood. Do you understand what I'm saying? But just whom resist in faith? Resist what? Not in ignorance. Whom resist? So if you can resist him, it means you have the greater force. Ah, did you hear what I said? If somebody is coming, some tip tall man like Bagabi is coming, and uh, 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 Baby Zoe is there. Can Baby Zoe resist Gabi? So if God says, Zoe, resist Gabi, is that not a suicide uh, mission? Yeah. But if Gabi is the one resisting Baby Zoe, could you see the picture well? Says, whom resist? So if the man of God puts it and says, he's a roaring lion, don't forget. He's a roaring lion. Don't ever forget. He's a roaring lion. And what is building in you is a roaring lion mentality of the devil. Some of the attacks people have, they have it because of that. I'm telling you this truth. If in your mind, the enemy is big, he will always because he's a bully. The devil has always been a bully. How many of you know that? He will bully you because you, you have accepted that he is the one to resist you. Because you resist steadfast. In faith. Who have you heard even that scripture alone? Is that not powerful? Who has the upper hand here? Is that Steph? Who has the upper hand? So if you don't read the scriptures and you are just, all they are just there is, Papa, Papa, what Papa is preaching is different. It's not different. It's full. The ones you are hearing are incomplete. They are incomplete truths and they are full truths. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Did you, have you caught something right now? Even, I've even taught you. Have I not taught you? I'm trying to, your partners, I'm trying to let you know the kind of message you are bringing into the system. You should listen to it. You should go back into the scriptures and cross examine for yourself and ask questions. And do what? Ask questions. If you don't have any question to ask, then please, you understand fully. So if I ask you to come for a marathon, you don't dodge. But if you have questions to ask, then it means you are following, but you don't understand. Is that true or false? I said, is that true or false? So it's so powerful. Is it not powerful? It's powerful. 
If you don't finish it, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. That's what he said. Is he the God of this world? Did he say he's the God of this world? I said, did he say that? Whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them. Or you gave us the Matthew. eh? And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. Why would the heavens open? It's here. From that moment, going. Jesus was just living with the Spirit. Demonstrating the power of the Spirit. Saying things of the Spirit. He wasn't waiting for another heaven to open. For what to drop? Because you see, God's answer to every situation is the Word and the Spirit. As long as the Holy Ghost, that's why I said, go and listen to the incomparable great power. As long as the power of God or the Holy Ghost is inside of you, if the man of God ministers to you and you give birth to twins, the, the one who gave the twins is the spirit within the man of God. It's not twins coming from heaven. Or you get pregnant to a baby, boy, girl. It's the spirit within, based on the grace of the man of God, the ministerial grace. So if the man of God trains you, and you also learn your work with the spirit within the church. You wouldn't go and start your own church. Within the same church, you will be showing others Christians that what the man of God has been doing and has been training us to do, I can do. You to learn it. Today, if some people do one, two, blind eye, you go and start this church. Passion of Christ ministry. True or false? That is the reason why many ministers use oil and water and all that. I've come to realize that many ministers do that they, they would rather transfer the power of God into a bottle than a human. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, it does the truth. Because oil can't run away and start a church. A bottle can't, that's why when people ask me the oil and bottle, and sometimes I don't, when I answer, I answer it in a way. Not because I cannot say that all those things are not important, but if you give the same power you put in the oil into a man here, that next day, by the time you go, it's Open Heavens International Ministry. So when the man of God says that, if I'm giving all of you impartation to go and do what I'm doing, true or false, and you all go and start your church, who will stay? Let me look for a bottle rather. No matter the substance in the bottle, the power can get inside. I'll look for a handkerchief instead. That is the reason. I've said it, I'm telling you by experience. By the time you check on status and Facebook, it's join us. Open heavy ministry, join us. No, no, no. That's my son, the prophet. My son. Aleko, shall glory. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren as are in the world. So resist steadfast in the faith. That is the instruction given us. True or false? It says, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ should shine in their hearts, in their minds. Is that what he said? Is that what he said? So I can preach that the God, he's the God of this world. He has so much power. Even Jesus, the Bible says he's the God of this world. It is not wrong, but that is not the full thing. It's an incomplete message. This is a message for all to hear. What do you think? Ah, yes, Pastor, what do you think? 
I'm trying to highlight on certain things. That's what I'm expecting from the LOF ladies today. Highlight. You don't have to worry yourself a lot. A lot. Don't worry. Just highlight. One, two, three. You're done. Is that not true? In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, look at it. This is so, this is so strange and powerful. Though. Is this strange and powerful? No, is this strange and powerful? Say, it's strange and powerful, sir. It is lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. Christ is the image of God. It should shine unto them. What is the God of this world afraid of? He is the God of this world, it's true. True or false? But what is he afraid of? In all his being the God of this world, he is still afraid of something. He says he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. He has blinded their minds. True or false? Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So what is he really interested in? He doesn't want the light to shine unto them. Why? Because if the light shines unto them, he is no longer the God of them. And he doesn't have authority or rulership over them. What is he stopping? He is stopping the light from his blinded their minds. He can't stop the light, but he can blind the mind. By blinding the mind, he's using that to stop the light from shining in that person. So if he's the God of the world, and I have the light shining in my heart, will he ever come near me? Did you get what I just explained? So look at it there. The God of this has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light. It is a lest they exercise authority over him. But it says lest the light. So he's blocking their mind so that the light doesn't come. Did you hear that? He's blocking their mind so that what? Because if the light comes to them, his jurisdiction over them is what? It's broken. And with those people who have the light shining in their heart have authority over him. He has authority over those who don't have the light shining in their heart. So he can blind their minds. But if I have the light shining in my heart, then I have authority over him. So if he doesn't want me to be translated from where he has authority over me to where I have authority over him, he blinds my mind. So when we pray in the Holy Ghost for souls and we preach, then we grant that access for those minds to be opened and for the light to shine. Once that light shines, the God of that world that he's talking about does not have authority over that person again. So if I emphasize on the God of this world, people will be scared, he's the God of this world. But you emphasize rather on the power of the light for which the God of the world doesn't want it to shine. Oh, Pastor, did you get what I just said? Is this not simple truth? It is here. It is the same Bible we are all reading. So incomplete truth is making Christians live an incomplete Christian life. <laughs> because it's the same verse. This is one vessel. But we took one line. We took another line. True or false? The same verse. So that is why you must read the scripture. I say it every time. Yesterday I was telling the lady, read the Bible. Open it, your book. If you can read, open it yourself and read it. As we are reading, read alongside. So you don't believe what has been said somewhere. <laughs> Say, man of God, you are teaching us, you are teaching us certain things. Come on, shout glory. glory. Have I taught you something right now? Yes, 
who has been blessed right now just with this i've i've touched your theories and theologies true or false You see the differences? So I'm trying to let you know that the things we are sharing here is a privilege for us to be granted the grace to share some of these things. And it's a privilege for you to have heard some of them. Because as you stand here, if tomorrow you go and sleep and you don't wake up, which will not happen, and you go to heaven, you will be shocked by yourself. True or false? Won't you be shocked? Be very shocked. In fact, when you get to heaven, even Jesus will be shocked. Hey, ah. Were you a WCM member? That guy has a different grace in teaching. I gave it to him. You are still able to come at this stage and wait for your pastor to now be praying that come back, come back. It can't happen. It can't happen. It can't happen. If you understood the simple things. Sam, did you understand what I just shared? See the differences. So, it is not, you can, that's why I say, you don't follow five men of God. When you see anybody in social media, you just join because the people are plenty there. Then you look at somebody else, oh, this one, the church is big. Uh, oh. We are also building up. Yes, is that true? Our showing forth will be big no. and very controversial. Ah. By this time, you should know that it will be, we are very controversial. Let me know. Just like Pastor Chris is controversial, say it's controversial. That man is controversial. It's even they, they did his hair. It's controversial. You don't know why a man of God will do his hair and all that. What scripture shows that a man of God should do hair and not do his hair? Bring it and let's see. And what scripture even shows us how we should shave our hair? Whether it should be Sakura or the pattern. Which scripture? If there's a scripture, let us know. Apart from the ladies. It's the ladies he talked about. The plating of hair. Hey, come on, shout glory. Hey. Is there plating of hair? With the men, when you talk about shaving, did he say we should shave? Yes, but did he say we should shave Sakura or no Sakura? Next Sunday, I'll go do a Sakura. Hey. <laughs> come on, shout glory. Hey. How you can tell how Paul looked like? Hey. Just tell me how he looked like. <laughs> So, the devil has used that to prevent people from listening to the right message that Pastor Chris has been teaching. They are listening to all kinds of things, all kinds of things. The altars in your family, ancestral altars. Uh, what? We break all the altars. The blind line patterns. If your father married two, definitely you married two. If your father. Uh, why is that if your father was very wealthy, definitely you'll become wealthy? It's not a blind line pattern. Wealth, wealth is not blind line pattern. It's marriage that is blind line pattern. Some people say you don't understand. Come on, shout glory. <laughs> shout hallelujah. Luke chapter what? Did I switch right now? Did I switch? Luke chapter 21. <laughs> Verse 1 to 4. What am I trying, why did I switch? I want to make sure that you all go back and listen to the messages. Amen. Go to YouTube. Listen to the messages. Do what? 
That's the best you can do for yourself. Don't say when we came, you talk, you talk about money. It's not every partnership we talk about money, two of us. I'm trying to let you know the things that we teach, the things that are wrong from the scriptures that you, if you are in your church or anywhere, you say it is true. I'm trying to let you know that. So that it's not everything. If you are in this ministry, you're a partner, follow the teaching. I said it last time. Know the doctrine of this, of this ministry. Know what? The doctrine of this ministry. What are we emphasizing on? What are we emphasizing on? What are we learning? What are we knowing? What should you know also? Amen. Amen. How do you live a life of lordship? How do you live a life of rulership? When I can't control something, it pains me a lot. Because that's why I've been born to do. You must control things. You must do what? By the time I say I'm sitting down, a chair will come. Yeah, there's no chair here. You don't believe that, but you believe that the stars were created by the same spirit that lives in you. You don't even believe that the Holy Ghost created those things. You believe that it's for a, 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 a big bang. It did like this. Then suddenly, apes became human beings. Is that true or false? All kinds of theories in the church. In the, in the, in the. But it's very important. Some of these things I just shared, I don't know very important. Hey, go back and I've killed some of you, your theories and theologies right now. Is that true? So it is, it is, there are a lot of things you, you have to learn for yourself and learn from the scriptures and open the scriptures. I've reached that point where without opening my Bible, where's my Bible? Without opening it, I can still think scriptures. Because I've been reading and reading and reading. I don't have to go and open it for you to see me sitting on the Bible and say, oh, I feel the Papa will swing I learn it, I learn any time. When I'm not sure about the scripture, I just go straight on my phone, pa, 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 pa. My phone is for scriptures and for writing. If I tell you notes I've just written on mine, you'll be shocked. I just write it, Papa. Especially when I'm praying, night, afternoon, I just write it. I'm not writing those to preach. I'm learning. Once I'm writing those, the Holy Ghost is teaching me. I want to know more of God. I want to live life like Christ. I want to turn water into You think I'm saying it like I'm saying it? I want to also turn water into wine. Jesus did not say I'm the only one who can turn water into wine. He says, he says that the works that I do, shall you do also, two of us. How many of us have done those words, Scotter? One. What, when was the last time you ever remembered to do such a work? <laughs> he says, shall you do also? We say we are coming to do miracles. He says, ah, can you do miracles? It's only God who do miracles. We say we are coming to heal the sick. He says, can you heal the sick? It's only God who heals the sick. Jesus said, can you do? Can you do? Are you more wiser than Jesus who said it? He said, can I do? So what should I say? I can do. I can do. Is that not simple scriptures? Say, I'm full of God. Say it. Say, I'm full of God. I'm conscious of this truth. No matter what happens, as I walk with God, as you walk with God, no matter what happens, God will respond quickly. See, there is a time where God responds quickly. Do you understand? There is a time where he doesn't respond quickly. That time is not dependent on God. It's dependent on your relationship. There's a time your husband will respond quickly. Sometimes you won't respond quickly. Sometimes you can even see your phone call and cut it. Because there was a controversy somewhere. True or false? There's a time to without call. When they call that. Pa- 
The difference is in relationship. True or false? So the intimate you are with the spirit, the higher he responds. And the quicker he responds. Before you call, he has responded. That is where, that is where Paul was talking about. He says, above all that you can ask or think. By the time you think the business breakthrough, it would have happened. Did you hear what I said? By the time you do what? Say think. By the time you think like this, it would have happened. It says, according to the power that is at work in us. So every morning when you are praying in the spirit, you are generating power. You are doing what? Generating power. According to his power at work in you, at work where? In you guys are feeling cold already. At work where? In, in you. I have power. I have, I have spiritual power. Me, I have spiritual power. How can a person having spiritual power be afraid? I have spiritual power. Do you have spiritual power? He said you shall receive spiritual power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Go back and listen to that message. Is that not powerful? <laughs> when 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 a, a mustard seed faith can move a whole mountain, like a fajato. You say when will you say that your faith has grown? When will you know that it has grown and you have arrived in growth? So that you can now do big things. When will you know? That's, a, that's why I say you must listen to the message and ask questions. So you ask the man, okay, my faith will grow. So how will I know that now it has grown? And it has reached the point of perfection. My faith has reached a point, the level of perfection. How will I know? How will you know? You say because you'll be able to do big things. Ah. Then what you are saying is contrary to what Jesus said. Is that not true? true because that's what we think. He says your faith, when your faith really grows to that story, then you can do big things. Jesus too said, Verily, I say to you, people here, if you have a small seed, faith seed like this, as small as a master seed, as a master seed is even smaller than a, be, a bean seed. True or false. So even if you have a, a faith like a bean seed, a bean, or a corn, one corn like this. Or a rice, rice, one like this. A grain of, of rice like this. Of Nanes says you should be able to move a mountain. Imagine hey, it, a, whole mountain. a whole mountain. So what do you need the whole pack for? Hey. If you can eat a grain of listen, if you can eat a grain of rice and get satisfied, what do you need a pack for? It's just for distribution. Maybe I just say. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know, the point is, it's so simple. It's not simple. It's so simple. So why is my faith not producing results? Go and search on the message on faith, on the boosters of faith. True or false? It's not very simple. Just even if you have faith, to remove mountains. He says it again in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, when he talks about love. Yes, 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 yes. Meaning that if he says, even if you have faith to remove mountains, it's like a basic thing, and you do not have love. 
So his emphasis is on the law, not the faith. You know, they are settling here. <laughs> is it fair question chapter 13? When it talks about love. Whether they be prophecies, they will fail. But love never fails. So you checkmate love. You do what? Checkmate love. Come <laughs> and shout glory. Who called what I just said? These are things we've said. When did I preach that? Two years ago. Or three years ago. I even preached it about how many years ago during the conference. We came back and preached when we started the church itself. And preached it online so that it will be online so that you don't say we don't have it. After that online message to today, some of you have never watched it. You don't even remember the comment you put there. So remember, imagine from that time to now you've been listening to that message. Maybe by this time, your prayer points would have released. When you see a church of prayer points all over the room and they are kneeling down anointing, there's a problem. There's a problem. People will follow you as long as they have problem. So don't let followership be the, the benchmark. Is that true? People will follow as long as they have problems. People follow that guy who cooks for them to eat somewhere in the bush somewhere. It's a guy like who cook, cooks for the people to eat. Something, something like that. He cooks for them. They eat bush meat and all that. Church. Don't people follow? Go and check his views. People follow. People will follow as long as you, uh, even if you're a comedian, you don't have any people will follow. Yeah. Lots of members are signing in. True or false? Because you have free feeding. You eat every Sunday. Now, of course, they are giving you bush meat. The next time is good. I stop by, I chop by church. You eat and you go. And the man is talking plenty. As long as you don't do it now on social media, any nobody can follow you. It doesn't make it genuine, true or false. It doesn't make it genuine. People are eating goat meat and antelopes and all that in church. Is that powerful? Well, who has said something right now? So this, and he looked up, Luke chapter 21. How many minutes have I preached now? It's two hours already. <laughs> is that not powerful? I must retitle re this message. I'm going to look for it. True or false? But who has heard something right now? He said, Papa didn't preach on giving. Ah, if he preached on giving, go and listen to the messages. Walk in authority. You must be so conscious of your authority. Now, even if your car is going to hit somebody's car, you say, Jesus, you say, stop! It will just come out. Can it come out? Maybe you stepped on it, it was about to, you say, stop! So the car will do like this. Your car responds to you, not you responding to your car. That's a level of authority. Authority is not only over demons. It says over all name that is named. All name is a car name. So you listen to authority to that point. You listen to authority. You never accept all the things that come. You only accept authority. You listen to a message on dominion. You listen. 
you listen to the message when we talk about Christ living in you. Two of us, the sovereignty of God, a lot of things. You renew your mind. Every day you are listening to a message. Is that not true? You are listening to messages upon messages. Decide to do something big for God. Decide it in your heart. I want to do something big for You can't do something big for God in, in how do I put it? In heaven. You still do something big for God on this earth through his church. Come on, shout glory to that. Glory. So make up your mind. I'm living for God. I want to do something big for him. I have a lot of years. Don't you have a lot of years? All of you are young here. 20s and early 30s. A lot of years. Say a lot of years. A lot of years. By the time you are saying I'm 80 years, I'm 50 years, I'm 70 years. You've done a lot. You've done a lot to the point where you can't you can't count. You know how many churches I've built? You know how many houses you've built? So how many churches you have built? Or how many houses you have built for ministers of the gospel? Built for ministers first, two of us. Next week I'll be teaching on ministers, on grace. It's powerful. Is that not powerful? On next two weeks. But decide to do, I want to do something big. Me, nothing in this world moves me. I can work. When we can work on the streets and feel free. You can ask mommy, is that not true? Can walk. I feel free. I don't. It's not a car that makes me big. Those are for ladies on the front line. Oh, but when you get money. Is that not true? Is that ladies, right? But is that not true? I'm teaching them well. When you get money, you buy, you buy a car for your wife. Even when you are walking. You just enjoy walking. Two of us. So I shouldn't tell them to buy cars for you, eh? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. <laughs> Happen. I can't you take Uber and give uh, the car to uh, uh, uh. you do it all the time. It's men, it's a, it's a kind of thing men do. Unless those men are selfish. I understand there are some men who are just selfish. MOF. I'm training you well. I'm doing what? I'm training them. I'm, but I have not trained you well. I've trained him well. Now, what he does in the night is carry the baby at night. Why is the why is the wife sleeps? Oh, it's true, it's true. It's true, it's true. Do you know do you know how I know? Because when I call him at one o'clock, most of the times he's there. Sometimes the you call at three and he's, he's awake. It means that he's he's holding a baby. If you don't have anything to do, you sleep. Two of us. But if you have something you can't some responsibility you can't share to somebody else, you have to do it. You'll be there. So it's part of the training. Even Pastor Dada was doing it small, small. Until before he went to the farms, two of us. Even now, he still do. He's training. <laughs> come, on, come on, shout glory. It's true. It's true. Is it not true? So some of the MOFs must be trained well. They must train to, 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 on how to make their wife enjoy. I said, oh, are we training you? Yes, I'll carry it. 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 I'll carry
they have things to say, but they are saying it's much more. Eh? Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? It's powerful. So, it's very important that we give ourselves. You're a partner today. You may end up being a pastor. Is that true? End up being a pastor. In the church. A very useful person in the church. Somebody we can, we can call at any time. You are ready to do something. If you are ignorant, you will not be able to do it. All the ideas, all the things, a lot of things will come into your mind to let you stop. So if you are a giver, there are a whole lot of arrows that will be thrown into your mind by the enemy. So when the enemy throws the arrows and he sees that you've resisted the arrows enough, he brings another person, your mother-in-law or your sister, to get you out of giving. Did you hear what I said? You can't be blessed in the kingdom without giving. You can't be blessed. You can't walk in the blessings without giving. Even Abraham, that's what I taught on Wednesday, two of us, and I'm still going to teach on Wednesday, continue. The father of faith, the one who inherited the promise, had to give. I said giving is a way of sending a signal to God. When you give, you are sending a signal. When you give, you are sending a message to God. Giving is a means of communication between you and God. Write it down. When you give, you are communicating. Can I have some few minutes and just explain one or two? Maybe in our next meeting. You have several meetings, so don't worry. Several meetings, two or false. Holidays, all holidays, we will do our, our meetings. Because I want every partner to be so knowledgeable. To be knowledge, you know so much. And you act. You are full of the spirit. Not just full of money. You are full of the spirit. The spirit is supplying. The spirit is opening channels, doors, streams. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. How can we have a ministry where we are taking money to build a church from online? Today, that's what has happened so online. Please give, please give. You are building. Please give, please give, please give. So even, I, I can't dream it. Can we dream it? Even if I do that, some of you get angry and say, no, Papa, no, 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 no. This one, it doesn't, it doesn't suit us. When we look at the suit you are wearing here, Papa. And the air condition that is making all of us run away now. Then we are online saying... We are, doing a pro- <laughs> we are doing a project. Project online. Two of us. Please give. Donate. If you want to donate, 50 pesos, 20 pesos, 50. All of that. Then it's okay. Now take these envelopes. Go and give. Give. Give on the street. Give to those people. What have we do? What have we been doing with the church people? Father Chris told us during the IPPC. The next IPPC will be there. Come on, shout glory. glory. Anybody wants to follow me, I'll, I'll go with you. Is that true or false? He said, when you come, challenge yourself. That's why I stopped using, I said, we are not using bars to pick anybody. I was so challenged. Nobody is picking any bars anywhere. Yet by 5 a.m., the whole place is full. Everybody is coming on this. When you see the distance, eh, it's more than going to uh, uh, 
Where is that place over there? Where? Your the area there. The Dorinya area over there. It's more from, from town. It's outskirts. That is where redemption camp is. Outskirts crowd. Outskirts. We need to wake up 5 a.m. Nobody is using bus. Apart from us who are guests that we are. Everybody is coming, is coming with their own car. Or you are taking a bus to come. You are taking your own bus. The place is full. In fact, because it's a new site, all air conditions disconnected. For example, yet all the white people are even enjoying the heat. And there are many white people enjoying heat. They traveled all the way from their hometown to be part of our visit to enjoy the heat there. And Brother said, I hope you are enjoying the heat over here. In fact, when we move to the other side, it will be so. They say, We are enjoying, sir. We are enjoying, sir. And they had, for people have fans and all that they put. It. Think about it. You don't, are you not challenged by what, what by that? I went to, I went to where? T.B. Joshua's church, 20-something. When I came for one week, I couldn't talk. As if I'd become a, 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 a what, deaf and dumb. How can people be queuing for church service on a, on a Saturday morning? For a church service for Sunday? And the queue is like from here to 37. Not one queue, about four different queues. Some other states, some just to have entrance into a church. In Ghana, we open a church by nine, two of us. But they have visiting sweeping, open a church, but every church in Ghana is like that. Every church, Sunday I can move from church to churches. All the big churches and all that. They open the church around nine somewhere. Even that one, we are still waiting for people. I got so challenged. When I went to IBPC, I got more challenged. People are walking in the dust. White people, people from Hungary, people from, and all of us who have traveled all the way, walking in the dust. Some have come from Kazakhstan. One man and a, and a wife gave a testimony. They are, they are, they are organizing about 200,000 people online, a single meeting. Thanks to Pastor Chris Grace, a meeting and uh, messages and all of that. 200,000 people. They came all the way from Kazakhstan or what? All those places, those Islamic nations. And the building is not complete. The whole place is hot. It's so hot that you have to, if you go with the hill, you have to remove it at a point in time and wear slippers and walk around. The whole place is dusty. Yet people are coming at dawn and fighting for chess. At dawn, for church. Nobody is using buses, five buses. He said, challenge yourself as a minister. Challenge yourself. Don't look for the comfort. I said, this is a message. That alone was a message to me. I said, put that bus aside. Let's think about how to challenge ourselves. Are we not challenging ourselves now? We are going to fast and pray and meditate until that point where our shadows heal the sick. Yes, sir. The book of Acts must still continue in this ministry. Yes, sir. True or false? True, we'll move beyond when you say, I got a job, sir. I got this, sir. I got that, sir, and all that. Where our shadows are healing the sick. And some of you are healing the sick all over. Is that not true? We are challenged. We are here fully challenged. We are doing great things for the Lord. True or false? We are organizing great meetings for the Lord. True or false? By the time we are organizing those great meetings, when we are mentioning dollars, you have dollars, not CDs. You say, Papa, what are you talking about? 
how shall this be? Knowing that I don't have a dollar account. Can I answer you? The Spirit of God will come upon you. And the power of the Almighty will overshadow you. Then the dollars you are looking for will be granted. Have you heard that child glory? He says it's not by might. Did he say that? You are not talking based on what is there. You are talking based on what can be made there. It's called Ginomai. It's called what? You want to know Ginomai? Come to my house. I'll show you Ginomai. <laughs> Come and shout glory. It's called Ginomai. We are making things happen. We are setting the stage. As we are look, as we are here, young like this, we are setting the stage for a great takeoff. Not just in soul winning, not just in branches, not just across the globe, in wealth. Because a poor man's voice is not heard. I said it on Wednesday. I said, Jesus never entered the house of a poor person. Did you go and do the search? Was over? Go and continue the search, you see. Wednesday, I'll take the response. Well, Alash, Jesus never stepped his foot in the poor man. It's not like we say, oh, he's poor, so we are going to visit the poor. Jesus never went to visit the poor in his house. <laughs> never. All the people Jesus entered their homes, they were all wealthy people. They had money. Why? Because Jesus didn't want to pamper the poor. Make you feel you are poor. Don't worry. God is still concerned about your poverty. Don't worry. You can, when you go to heaven, you have mansions over there. The mansions you don't have on this earth, you don't have it in heaven. No, wait. You didn't understand it. Let me say it to us so that you don't, you don't miss it. <laughs> when I talk about I'm not talking about physical mansions. <laughs> so I'm saying the mansions you don't have on this earth. You can't have them in heaven. Two of us. It's the mansions that you've built through your givings. That you go and see over there. That's just by the way. You don't even need mansions over there. And two of two of us. You don't need mansions. You are not saying that. Hey. <laughs> Shout glory. <laughs> so what we are doing now, we are building up treasures for ourselves. When you are giving, you are building up treasures for yourself. Do you understand? Building up treasures. Those treasures are what God is seeing. But some of you, your treasures that you have built is just here. Some is just down, down. Some is like the paper on the floor. Some too is here. You are still building. By the time you are 80 years, you've built into the heavens. 80 is too much. Because Cornelius was not 80, but he had built into, a, into the heavens. Through his arms and his what? His givings. It had gone into the heavens. It had touched God. God was looking at the, the monument. He said, financial monument. How should I put it? Spiritual financial monument. Is that true? Build like this to the heavens. By the time Jesus turns, ah, this thing is there. He says, go and save this man, this young man who has done this. Two of us. So our money, even, your giving even delivers you from a lot of things. Your giving delivers your children Deliver what? See, when we hear things, sometimes we say, hey, 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 hey. By the time we check, the person is not a giver. True or false? We just say, oh, but God, why did this thing happen? God is ah, not a giver. There's no monument. There's no monument. When there are monuments, the angels work differently. Because <laughs> the monument shows that you are, in, you see, one of the purpose of giving is a demonstration. I have a lot of things on that, but 
It's a demonstration of your interest in God's plan. You hear what I said? It's a demonstration of your interest in God's agenda for now. A demonstration. Come on, shout glory. glory. Have I shared with you certain things? Yes, if I raise this scripture, I'll enter into my teachings. I have to wait. Luke chapter 21. Amen. If you have heard something, shout glory. glory. I said if you have heard something, shout glory. glory. So one of the reasons why we give and we keep giving and we increase in giving you increase in giving. You give. You increase in giving. And you keep giving. And you keep giving. And they say, this guy is foolish. They, me, they said I was foolish. Am I foolish now? <laughs> That's what they said. But somebody was advised, don't follow this young man. That he, his, sense, his senses have been turned upside down. <laughs> is that not strange and powerful? It takes, it takes faith to follow somebody who says he won't do his national service and all that. Doesn't, doesn't it take faith? I'm going to make a faith woman. Is that not true? So it takes faith. They say, oh, don't follow this young man. Don't follow. That's how spiritual things are. They look so senseless. The day you see me changing lives about thousands of people at a go, at once, say at once, because I want to change a thousand of people at once. When I talk with the Holy Spirit, when we are talking, with, when I'm talking with the Holy Spirit, I say in a split second, in a split second. We want to. Yes, I said and said we would do something in this world in a split second. In what second? Split second. We would change this whole. We turn this whole world upside down. With diverse miracles, signs, wonders, teachings, and all that. Is that not powerful? So spiritual things don't make sense. You should know that. When you are giving, it doesn't make sense. But it makes wisdom. It makes spiritual meaning. Spiritual things only make spiritual meaning. It's very important. So if you are a sensible Christian, you are too sensible, you will not be able to do a lot of things. Is that true? Spiritual things only make spiritual meaning to the spiritual. Spiritual things only make spiritual meaning to the spiritual. Spiritual things don't make sensible meanings. They don't make sense. Does it make sense to be here on a holiday and listening to me just talk? Doesn't make sense. But it makes spiritual meaning. You can give yourself an excuse. Ah, I won't come. Oh, what am I using this for? Oh, what am I doing with my life? Oh, oh, I don't have time. I have children. I don't have children. Even Papa has been talking, talking, talking. It's been two years. What I've been going through, it has not been so. True or false? And then you won't come. They don't make meaning. But they make spiritual meaning. So when you see people dragging their feet at a lot of things, it means that they've not yet understood or maybe they understand, but they've decided not to act on their understanding. Because you can understand something and never act on it. You can have spiritual understanding of all that we've been sharing here. And take it like, oh, it's lightly. Never take the word of God lightly. Never. Some of you, you take your problem so, what? Your problem is more important than the word of God. It's not word, oh, word, because here we say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, 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 ye
You want to use God there. And we want to still be using God after all that you've heard. Where are the God users? <laughs> so I refuse to use God. <laughs> oh, was here when I preached that preaching? That was last week or last two weeks. Last week, eh? Many Christians are using God. Let God use you. Be an instrument in the hand of God. Be a sword in the hand of God, two of us. Be a rod in the hand of the Spirit. So I'm a rod in the hands of the Spirit. I'm a vessel in His hands. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? So whatever the Scripture says you should do, do it. Amen. And God is so particular about how you give, the way you give it, the heart with which you give. He's so particular about it. I'll share with you as we continue. And you know that sometimes you're giving, eh? you, you see, when you're carnal, you see you're giving in the hand of a man of God, two of us. Because when you're giving it, you see it in the offering bowl. And you see it in the hand of the man of God, this, the one holding it. That's all you see. I'll show you a scripture very soon. Where all the things that were sent on the altar was even given to Aaron to eat. The remaining ones were given to Aaron, the, the high priest, and the sons to eat them. The things that were put on the altar, that we put and ascended, they burned and ascended to heavens. Was God going to eat a grain? Was he going to eat a grain? So what, <laughs> how do we reconcile that? You are not going to eat the grain. You say we should give it to you. You are not the one eating it. Pa, pa, pa. You are bringing booze. You are not eating it. We just burn them to you. Incense, sacrifice. You see the remaining, everyone should eat. Why should I go and give a booth? Does it make a meaning? I'll take you to Leviticus. You will love me for that. <laughs> Is that not true? But that's what I'm saying. People are just teaching all kinds of things. And people are saying all kinds of things. And Christians are hearing all kinds of things. And it's affecting the impact of the church. In affecting the impact of the body of Christ. Come on, shout hallelujah to what you just heard. Hallelujah. Have you heard something here? Yes, so I'll close you right now. Is that not true? I'll close you right now. Our next meeting, we talk about the communication of giving. Amen. This communication of giving has been postponed over and over again. What do you guys think? Well, have you heard something? Yes, I don't want to keep you here for a long time. Some of you must go and do a lot of things. Amen. And also prepare for evening. I know the evening, I, I think that you are, you are over... We are over anxious about it. There is nothing, nothing so strange about the evening. It's just highlights. So any highlight you can give us, you take it. Two of us. It's just, it's just you must give us good highlights. Proper highlights, that's all. You don't need to. You don't, you are equipped. You don't have to be shaking. Hey. But you see, when I gave you this assignment now, it has made you listen to the message like something. From, from one. Now you wouldn't be listening. You just your papa preached in church. I wrote down the notes. Well, it's good. How do you understand all of these things if you don't listen? How will your Christian life be effective if you don't listen to the messages? How will you know how to do, how to do, how to act? And even know who you are. That's why I said that you can be walking on the streets. Can't we be walking on the streets? And still be full of who you are. It's not about uh, the car you drive and even in slippers. When we were in sleepers, we were saying the same things, two of us. 
You don't wear slippers to church because if the camera takes our slippers, it will become some way. As you wear slippers to church, feel free and just come. <laughs> but Chris is the one you come and meet me in my house. You know that we can use boxes to play to pray. You see, all these shoes are just for uh, uh, what do you call it? What uh, for the cameras? The real us is us, not the suit. Shout hallelujah! So don't give up. Give. Listen to the messages. Especially what we are sharing on the Abrahamic blessing. Every partner must listen to that Abrahamic blessing from, from the first one. Because when I look at you here, the question is, what other channels are you looking at for wealth to come into your hands? So what are other channels? So I work in this way and so I take so and so. That's when so by the time you buy a land with it, you're in trouble. For you to even buy a land for the church. Two of us. So there is supernatural avenues that can be created by the Holy Spirit. That is why we talk about the blessing. The blessing of Abraham. But we've taken our time to go into some of the ways even the Old Testament men were blessed. Wealth came into their hands by the Holy Spirit. And how we can apply some of these things in our lives and move into certain levels. If you don't have a big heart for the Lord, you can't see big things. Your heart must be big, must be huge. Must be so huge. There are certain places you wouldn't want to stay. There are certain things you don't want to do. Your heart is huge. When you see God, I see God so big. I see what he said in the word, so big. All my approach is like, let's do big, big things. Let's jump from the story building down. It's a big thing. Is that not true? So let's do big, big things. Until you are thinking about doing big things for the Lord, you can't see great things or great wealth. What will you use the great, thing, great wealth for? Well, Sam, what do you use great wealth for? If you don't have big plans for the Lord. Lord, I have big plans for you. If you give me the go-ahead, I will do a satellite. I will, we are planning a satellite station somewhere in Uzbekistan. Is that not true? But Gordon is slowing us down. We we'll have done it right now. He's, he's still learning it. We don't, we don't need Elon Musk to do all of that for us. You have to set something in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. And reach out. You see, we don't want to have a ministry where we are, we are have, coming to have a big crusade and where Sam is there, and we are now saying, uh, if you want to support our ministry, please support us. Where are you? Support us. Then we are on TV, support us. We never put support on TV. Do we put support never, on TV? Never, never. never. Even now, we don't even put the, what we put on online uh, for offerings and all that. Sometimes we are so, we don't want to do it. We are still contemplating we should keep doing it or we should not do it. Not because of anything, but because we are trying to See, uh, yeah, it, it's, the problem is with people. The problem is with people. What the problem we've had is, is genuity with people. People are not genuine. Many Christians are not genuine. Do you understand why we say somebody is genuine? Huh? Do you understand that? Many Christians are not genuine. Many Christians are not, are not pure. Many are fake. We are going to buy an ornament to check whether it's fake or genuine, two of us. There are a lot of fake Christians in the church. The little they have, they think that oh, they run away. 
But if we are all building a team with a focus on building the gospel and promoting the gospel, well, we'd have done a lot of things right now. Two of us. A lot of things. Your many are not genuine. That's why you need the word of God to get you to be genuine. Because even some of you as you are sitting, you don't know whether you are genuine or not. <laughs> you can't measure your genuity until you've measured it with the word of God to see whether I'm in the right place. Do you, do you get what I said? Many are not genuine. That is it. Many are not genuine at all. But you are genuine. Amen. So it's important that we understand some of these things. It's important. Have a big heart for God. Write that one in the book. Have a big heart towards the things of God. A big heart towards even ministers of the gospel. Now some of us who don't respect ministers of the gospel, no matter how good they are or genuine they are, when you see them, it's like, oh, it's just money they are all after. True or false? No, it's just money they are all after. Yeah, these ministers are changing lives. These ministers are the hope of a lot of people. Some of you are here. Your hope, your hope is in what Papa will do next. Some is your hope is in what one of me will do next. Two of us. Your hope, your hope. Many Christians are like their hope. After they've got the testimony, they act as if they are after my money. Because at the end of the day, we will say give. When God bless you, we will ask you to give. Even when God blessed Abraham, he asked him to go and give his son. He blessed him with one son. He says, go and give it two. <laughs> Is that not true? Or true? Now, and he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. Let me just give you this scripture and then we close. He looked up. Who looked up? It was Jesus. He looked up and saw. And he saw. Oh, where are we? It's verse 1 again. He looked up and saw the rich men casting their gift. The word gift there is offering. The word translated gift there is offering. Amen. Or sacrifice. Into the treasury. Is that what we do in church? Yes, Offerings into the treasury. Uh-huh. And he also saw a certain poor widow casting in there two mites. Theta, that's there. Two mites. A poor widow. Uh-huh. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her penury has cast in all the living that she had. Let me tell you this truth as a pastor of this ministry. Every person who is still broke till now in this church and has been in the church for five years and all that since we started the, the church, church itself, and it's still so broke, the person has never loved giving, even though I've been preaching on giving. If I mention names here, you'll be shocked. And it will happen till the rapture ha- happens. There will be people in church who will never love to give, no matter what you see on giving. That's why yesterday I told the lady in the next group, I said, read the scripture. I've realized that people want to hear things. Is that true? They want to just hear things or they've heard things. But you see, what you see in the book is what you do. Not what you hear from somebody. If you want to have an effective Christian life, what you see in the book is what you do. What is preached to you from the book that you see is what you do. 
Don't do what somebody tells you do. Somebody is telling you to do something is contrary to the scriptures. Tell the person, show me where the scripture is. You are saying, show me where the scripture is. Show me. You say, when we come to church, we should be taking uh, honey, 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 and drinking it. Show me the scripture that says, when we come to church, we should drink honey. Do you know what I'm saying? Then when you see it, you see, okay, every Sunday when you come to drink honey, you say, okay, then I'll bring honey and come and drink. Did you hear what I said? But once you see it there, do that one. Do what you see. Act on what you see. Don't argue. Don't let somebody tell you, then you say, oh, well, you know, I'm a boy. I saw for I'm a boy. I'm basic. I could I'm basic. I could True or false? But she of her penny, why did I say that? Because sometimes when we raise partners, there are people in church whose mind is on so-and-so rich person. Another person, so-and-so rich, oh, this person is rich. Where he works, that is why he can give. If you, if you, if you think like that, you remain, maybe you can get your salary. But when we are talking about Abrahamic blessings, power, forget it. Just sleep on it. Just know that. As for me, when, talk, when Papa is on Abraham, I'm not part of Abrahamic blessing. I just want my salary like that. But if you want to see the blessings of the Lord orchestrated by, we say blessing is what? A divine influence of the Spirit. We want to see the Holy Ghost divinely influencing wealth into your hands in a controversial way, in a supernatural way, in a way that you yourself can't explain. Either through your work, either through a greater door like a job, international IMF, something, or either through business, something big, or your own vision, big, big things, say big things. Big things. Then you must, you must train yourself or learn to give. I said it so many years ago. I said if you want to be a true giver, Give what you are giving to God first. I said it over and over. I do it every time. What, is, what you are giving to God is always first. Even if your landlord is moving you out of your house and you are being moved, and the landlord is bringing soldiers to move you, don't go and spend what you are giving to God. You have no idea what that giving at that particular time may create for you. Did you hear what I said? So when we say we are raising partners, to me, every person in the church can be a partner, no matter the work you do. That is why we bring partners from a lower level of 100 cities to us even 50. True or false? There are even people who joined and gave 50 Ghana. We brought a lower level. Because we are not trying to emphasize on the fact that this one is so big. This person is has this money. Do you get what I'm saying? That is why he's giving this. This one is because me, I can't give. Every person in WCN works. Just let him work to give, true or false. That he may have to give. Let him that steals, steal no more. But let him labor with his hands that he may have to give. Why? Because it's only true giving by the labor, not giving based on the money you've stolen on the internet or something. But the giving based on what? The, your labor of your hands, that causes the blessings to come. 
It causes what? The blessings to come. To say the blessing is what? A divine influence of the spirit that provokes what? The creation of wealth supernaturally in your hands, in your life. If you heard that child, glory. So the scripture says that Jesus was sitting down there. Is that what it says? And he looked. I've said, I said, you're giving. Send messages. You're giving. Send messages. Did I say that? Now, Jesus looked at what was being given in the offering. There are pastors I've heard who say Jesus never took offering. So church people must not take offering. There are pastors who don't take offering. And the members are so happy. We don't take offering, no. We don't take offering, no. Those are fake pastors. I can say they are so fake. They are what? Some of you, when you hear that, you get you are start comparing to your church. My pastor even take offering. This one doesn't take offering. It is true. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Jesus was there when the offering was being taken. True or false? And verse 1 says what? He looked. Did he look? Does he still look now? He still looks. He looks to see how much you are giving. And compare how much you are giving to how much you earn or you have. Jesus does those comparisons. Did you hear what I said? Well, God, did you hear what I said? Up to now, Jesus compares what you give to him to what you earn or what you have. That is what he did here. Somebody said, ah, is this also in the New Testament? I can show you scriptures upon scriptures right now if you give me the time. I don't have time. So I don't want to bother you with a lot of, uh, what do you call it? So it says, verse, verse 1, it says what? Let me just hit on this and then close. I think this will bless you. Amen. And he looked up. Why was he interested in seeing what they were giving? Was he interested? No, was he interested? After, after, after his interest, he gave the judgment. Did he pass a judgment on what they did? If it was useless, what, why would he do that? You think Jesus was just walking on the street doing useless things? <laughs> no, I'm asking a question. He didn't have anything important to do. So he just went to sit down to check the offering. How did he even know how much the woman was giving? And how much the rich people were giving? Was it based on the coin she was holding or what? She che- he checked it. He checked it. He says he looked up. Because he was sitting down. So he looked up. And saw the rich men casting their offerings into the treasury. He saw the rich men. Mm-hmm. Every person in this ministry who has been so broke, from the time I met the person, some of them have been, have been so close. Some are close to me, so close to, to me. Some is like every... Some are close. Some have been owing church from, two, from, from where, four years ago, owing the pledges. They are so broke that is the one should they still wear. So broke. If you can say, bring 500, 500, make a fire here. True or false? Because they've given themselves excuses why they can't also be partners or they can't give. 
If you want to give yourself an excuse, you can always give. You can. He says, a certain poor widow casting in his, her own also. Uh-huh. So Jesus saw and he saw. Did he see? I said, did he see? Did he see? Now, if, they, if he doesn't see, why would the scripture say that he that gives sparingly shall reap sparingly? And he that gives bountifully shall receive bounty. Is that what he said? Is that in the scriptures? In the New Testament? How does he measure that? How does he measure the one who is giving sparingly? Because here, the woman who gave little, the woman gave little, but gave her all. True or false? And Jesus said, of a truth, I say unto you that this poor widow has cast in more than they all. This is here. So if Paul picks in the, in the book of Corinthians and begins to talk about he that gives sparingly shall reap sparingly, and he that gives bountifully shall reap bountifully. What is the measuring tape? How does he measure? What's the yardstick for measurement? Do you understand what I'm saying? So when I say he's still looking, it means he's still looking. Does he still look? So by the time he looks at Sister A, Sister A has something to offer, but wouldn't offer. Sister A will stay for. When it comes to wealth, there is no grace involved like that. Too. There's no like, oh, when you're just there, now go say, no, no, when it comes to wealth, God is so particular about it. There is a reason. When it comes to wealth. I'm just trying to, this, uh, this is not a teaching, it's just, I'm just highlighting some certain things so that you know. So it's that say, A says that me, I won't be a partner. Partnership is for Brother Walash. He's the one who is working here. Me, I'm not working. That salary is there. I'm not taking some. Do you understand? Sister A will remain that Sister A position for the rest of her life. You can heal the sick and be broke. You can be healed and still be broke. If you are poor, Jesus will enter your room. When, they, when we come back, he will enter your house. How can he enter with us? You can't change his sandals. When I say it, you say, it is true. Jesus left all the poor. He didn't say they are poor. He said, oh, like, this we are poor. I have compassion. He went to the short man on the tree there. Zacchaeus. He went to Zacchaeus' house and sat down to eat. Two of us. When Jairus' daughter died, or servant, which one of it? One, one said daughter, one said servant, two of us. The daughter died. He went to Jairus' house. Entered the room. The people were there mourning. He said, all of you leave. I have come. True or false? He went to Lazarus' house. You think he went there and was hungry? True or false? You enter Lazarus' house hungry. The next day he won't go again. He knew this house I'm going there is, there is food. What did he tell his disciples? He said, when you go to every city, into whatever home you enter, eat. You see, you've not seen that scripture. Luke chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10, you see it there. Then he says, when you eat and you are satisfied, now say the kingdom of God is here. Then he says, now heal their sick. So if there is a city where nobody can feed us, we don't go. 
<laughs> it says when we are satisfied, then we heal the sick. That's what he told the disciples. You can read the scriptures. You see, when you read the scriptures, there is no, like this one. It's not, there is no exaggeration. There is no point left out. Everything is important. Everything. He said, when you go eat, into whatever home you enter, eat. The home that they are not able to accept you and all that, just shake the dust of your feet or something and leave. But when you go eat, he says, when you are going, don't take any purse or anything. Just go there. So if, you, if, you, if, you just go, if you just go there, don't take any purse. Will he, that, he didn't take any purse. He knew that if I enter this four months, I will be in trouble. <laughs> oh, is that not true? Jesus himself didn't take any purse. He says, when you go, don't take any purse. Yes, don't take, it means I don't, don't first gather wealth to go. Even though he did not gather wealth to go, he had uh, John, uh, Judas Iscariot keeping an uh, offering bowl. The offering was with Judas Iscariot. True or false? He said, eat. Before you now lay hands on the sick. Today, my pastor says, give me food to eat first. Venison, let me lay hands. The whole social media will turn upside down. In fact, some Pentecostal pastors will come and say, that's not how Jesus taught it. Is that not true? They always want to please the media. Most Pentecostal preachers and all of those big men, we, we, give them, we salute them and give them respect. And they always want to join the media. They are not like the young ones coming who don't care about media. Is that not true? And when you eat, then you lay hands. So if a man of God says, if you don't bring me food to eat, no laying of hands, oh. no prophecy. Hey! Social media will go. Some of you even go and comment under. I distribute this pastors, I know, and run away. Is that not true? Your comment that is true. This pastors. But the Bible says it. So he looked at the woman's own. It was little. But that was all that she had. And she gave it. True or false? That's sacrificial giving. We don't give for show. It was a woman. It was a woman. So the ladies are doing well. The men were casting their riches. Doing themselves somewhere, somewhere. They're doing show off. Yeah. And follow yeah, the men have given all and follow Jesus. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> and he said of it too, I say unto you that this poor widow has cast in more than they, more than they all. Continue. For all this have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her penury has cast in all the living that she had. I've met Christians who think that many theater men. They are all broke. All the people say that maniati, maniati, they are all broke. Because there is no blessing. They are as dry as something. They are what? I'm talking by experience. It's because we are in church, so I don't mention names. One day, the day I'll get angry, I'll be mentioning names here. And let you know I can mention names, but I just, I just keep quiet. And, and, and wink at a lot of things. As I'm mentioning names of those who are broke for four years, five years in this church, and you ask them how much they, the highest they have given, like what Pastor Lawrence was asking, uh, what, what the highest you have given, you'll be shocked. How much is 100 CDs? How much is even 50 CDs? 
If you say you are giving, you don't, you, Papa, I just want to be a partner. I don't have much, but you let me just start my 50. I know that the blessing will come and I'll be giving 500 one day. Two of us. Even if you say we won't take it because it's not part of partner, you can put it in an envelope and always Sunday. You just write partnership and put it here. We will give it back to you to take home. <laughs> it's a sign that you are very serious, two of us. Shout glory. glory. As some say, my nitty at then on the, that initiative too, you are suffering. There are people when you want to pray for them, you lay hands on them. You don't know why that thing should happen. Even you are asking, why should this happen? You are just, maybe you gave a prophecy and a person came forward. It's true. And you say, Papa, what do you say? You, want to, you just want to lay hands. Then you are wondering, if, you, if I lay hands, why should I lay hands on such a person with all his suffering? We are not laying hands because you are suffering. No. <laughs> I want to shout hallelujah. hallelujah. God said something just on this thing. So if Jesus was interested there, he's still interested now. God doesn't give his wealth to a fool. God's wealth is an entrustment. I'll teach it very soon. It's very important. One of the days. God's wealth is an entrustment. He entrusts you with his wealth. If you don't have a big heart for him, you don't have an interest in what it is, 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 you don't have anything, forget. Why should I entrust you with such big thing? If your whole life is for yourself. Come on, shout, come on, shout hallelujah. Is God not awesome? Yeah, so, we close with this scripture. And then, our next meeting you go back on the giving. We have a lot to share on giving. And when you hear message, our message on giving, listen to them. Don't say, oh, I know. They are coming to talk about giving money. Why should I listen to the message? Oh, I'm looking for something else. Go and listen. They will propel you. They will build you up. Paul said that, see, as you advance in knowledge, you've heard knowledge about grace. What is grace? You've heard knowledge about a lot of things, true or false. So, uh, you've heard knowledge about, even about the blessing. This year, this year, the teachings we've given are plenty, two of us. Even today, we've heard knowledge about open heavens and what? The, the esters and all of those things. And the anointings and all that. These are all truths. Just as you abound in knowledge, you abound in utterance. You abound in all of that. You see that you abound in this grace also. Because if you abandon all of these things and you don't abound in the grace of giving, you can't still have wealth. You can be a very good teacher, yet broke. True or false? You can be a very good, when we give you the microphone, a good orator. When you start talking, we all melt. You can even explain what I've explained more than me. Because you'll be flowing like this. True or false? But if you don't abound, increase in the grace in giving or the grace to give, you can't also abound in the grace to receive. So you'll be at square zero financially, but you'll be all around at square zero. Wherever you are, just bow down your head, pray in the Holy Spirit. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank Him for His grace. Thank him for this message. Thank him for what you have heard. 
Mashu Otoli Kabaya Mantala Baha 